How do you cope with stress? Hello, everyone. How are you? I really do hope you're well. It's a wild world out there. Um, uh, I want to talk about... Um, I'll just keep it real. I don't believe we live in a world where we collectively um, know how to handle stress. We don't know how to cope with stress for the most part. That's my belief. Um, And before the month is over, uh, I wanted to talk about last week, which was 420, a holiday. (laughs) Um, where, you know, on the one hand we celebrate cannabis and on the other hand, we jail people for cannabis. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's a tricky, tricky world. Um, there's a lot of places I could go, um, you know, in terms of having a conversation about marijuana, I believe it should be legal by federal standards and that people shouldn't be jailed for it. I've always been in favor, though, of like um, marijuana being used for medicinal purposes. So, you know, I don't have an issue with it. Like any other substance that does have, you know, some kind of influence on you, I believe it should be used responsibly. Um, <laughs> I need to take my own advice. Not that I have dabbled in cannabis, but I remember I was seeing someone... And he was so high and he was driving us through the canyons. And I thought, is this safe? (laughs) I mean, marijuana, it relaxes you, you know, so people use it for coping with stress and all sorts of things. But I just wasn't sure if his reflexes were on point. (laughs) So that concerned me. Um, But the issue I want to come back to is, you know, um, is that, you know, people use it to cope with stress, kind of like, you know, wine after a long day of work or what have you. Um, even recently, our queen, Rihanna, recently said uh, due to her being pregnant, she hasn't used, um, she hasn't smoked um, to cope with her anxiety. Um, and while I don't even see that as a huge issue, I have to ask, you know, is smoking um, you know, weed or whatever, the way to cope. Um, it's a way, but are we just kind of diverting from the deeper issues? Um, anxiety is a symptom of something deeper. Um, you know, are you using wine to avoid the fact that, you know, you're unfulfilled at your job or, you know, are only sticking around uh, for the money? which is completely understandable, but it's a, it's, it's a, you know, it's a valid question to ask. Um, how are we coping though? You know, it's, it's, I don't even know what to say about this pandemic. Does it feel as dire? Has it been dire? Yeah. Does it feel as dire? No. Um, is it still affecting people? Are people still dying? Yes. And that's horrific. Um, but you know, I I don't really know. It doesn't feel as 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 much of a cr- a crisis or as urgent as it first did. Um, 
but it's but it's been rough you know it's been a wild ass two years and um it's it's taken a toll on people you know between a pandemic and racial injustice coming to the forefront people you know not being able to work and see family and friends for a good year and a half people starting businesses and leaving jobs i don't appreciate them mental health issues and a lack of insurance or money to support that journey and I mean, there's so many, like, there's so many layers to this, to these last two years. And and how are we coping? What methods or practices are we using to cope? So this is where self-care comes in as a lifestyle. This is where we take pause to respond in a way that serves us. I feel like um, more and more, like today, personal development is is just a way of life and more of us each day are taking accountability and committing to learning more about why we respond the way we do and why we cope the way we do um yeah in the first in the first weeks of my program you know I was I mean just waking up and I mean waking up from a deep sleep to myself and my issues um and in doing that, that first like few weeks, I, I noticed very quickly how I and many people uh, cope with stress or triggers or whatever. I noticed, or how we kind of don't cope. <laughs> I noticed full-grown adults having temper tantrums like a child when they were stressed about something. I saw people lashing out. I witnessed complete meltdowns over the smallest inconvenience like lots of infantile behavior, lots of panic and faith. Where does that go? <laughs> Where does that go when we're stressed? Out the window. <laughs> when it should be the one place we go to when we're stressed, you know? That foundational place, that secure place. Um, but yeah, it, it was wild because, you know, starting my program and starting to own my own shit, you know, I, I was, I fight, you know, I finally... Um, had my eyes open and um, was really uh, seeing for the first time how people were reacting and not responding. Um, I mean, how do, how do I, I mean, I, I wasn't a person who really lashed out when I was stressed, but I definitely had a nasty little side that came out. Um, I internalized everything. I made it about me, played the victim. I would create overwhelm for myself, you know, um, to validate all of the stress being there, I would procrastinate and I would delay, delay, delay. And, you know, yeah, substances definitely play a part in numbing that moment, pain or discomfort. Um, I've said this for a long time. I've actually seen the holistic psychologists say this. And I'm sure many like professional, you know, uh, mental health professionals have said this trauma is the gateway trauma is the gateway addiction to substances are symptoms of this it's all part of the disconnection um as a way of coping you know um and disconnection can include you know overeating um shopping um you know those are ways of you know of disconnecting as well. Um, and, you know, why do we do this? Well, many of us haven't learned healthy ways of coping and are literally like using the coping mechanisms we used as children or 
you know, we're using what we saw growing up. Um, you know, and, and with substances, you know, while I don't think wine is bad or, you know, I, I just, you know, the substances really do keep you dancing around the issue instead of dealing with it in a healthy way. Um, because when you're going through something, disconnection is the goal. <laughs> you're like, uh-uh, I got to get away from this. You know, to change, to do something out of the norm, like learn healthier ways of coping, is not our normal, right? It's not our normal for most of us. We do what we know. We default back to what we know, to what's familiar. And this is not okay because it doesn't get us anywhere. At some point, we need to make a change one that's not so infantile, one that's not so extreme. Everything isn't a big deal. But it is when you are storing one trauma after another and not allowing those things to be released and allowing yourself to be healed and free. And this is where faith comes in. This is where issues that feel beyond us can be dealt with in partnership with faith. I mentioned, you know, people over the last two years have had it rough considering everything. And, you know, many people don't have access um, to, uh, you know, getting help for trauma. But, you know, even now access is, is, is possible. Um, I feel like there's more access than not. Um, and the one thing that I do know about human beings is if there is something you truly want, you will find a way to get it because ultimately we find what we've been seeking. So, you know, if you really want help in learning how to cope in healthier ways, when it comes to stress, you will find it. You know, if in your subconscious mind, you believe you want this and that it's out there and customized for you, the opportunity will present itself. You know, here we go again with faith. It takes faith to open up the door of opportunities. It takes wanting to be your best self and to take care of yourself to seek these things out. And what are some healthy ways to cope? If you've listened to this podcast for a bit, you already know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Some healthy ways of coping um, all have to do with making sure uh, you stay grounded and connected, right? Um, I want to preempt this by saying before my own self-care journey, I would have considered these next suggestions lame. So I get it. Um, you know, um, if if that's where you're at, but... Um, you know, my mind is much more open now. And so I hope you listening to this means, you know, you're open too. Um, so I'll start with this. Believe it or not, taking a walk <laughs> to get fresh air into your nostrils and balance out your root chakra uh, with that walk really does help you. Your feet need to like literally hit the ground. If you can sit in the sun or just sit outside and place your bare feet in the dirt or the grass, I mean, it, it, it cools you down 
uh, emotionally and resets you. This is about just reconnecting with you. Reconnecting instead of disconnecting, you know, with the substances and stuff. This is to get reconnected because what happens is when we're stressed out, when we're in shock, when we're upset, we leave our bodies. We do. We, we leave our bodies. This, this keeps us grounded. Um, exercise in general pivots, you know, um, your energy to being released through activity Breathing exercises, oh my God, they make such a huge difference. They're critical. They can literally reduce panic attacks and anxiety. They can also calm us down and reset us in a moment of stress. Five-minute meditations, they're out there. I, I highly recommend them because they, they, they give you pause. And I swear, after you do a five-minute mother-effing meditation, and you open your eyes, it's like everything is in 3D. Everything is brighter and clearer. You know, mindfulness, literally pausing yourself and asking yourself, okay, what is in my control right now? What can I actually do in this moment? Pausing can save us so much trouble. Moments of stress don't need fury. They need pause. No matter how quick that pause is, it makes a difference in your thinking and in your next action. The grounding, the coming back to ourselves, the reconnecting is needed for those moments. And all of those practices are free and tangible. Being aware of ourselves in those stressful moments when it's so natural to disconnect is key because the awareness tells us what's going on. And from there, we can make a decision to pause and switch up our regular, very extreme, very dramatic, ridiculous acts. I wish <laughs> I knew these things. I wish my mind was open for these kinds of things years ago. It would have saved me so much trouble. So much trouble and drama and ridiculousness. I mean, I don't know. When you are just accountable and open to healing, you welcome these things with open arms because you're tired. You've worn yourself out. I don't want you to get yourself worn out in your mid to late 30s (laughs) before you consider this. I want you to do it now. Now is always the right time. So um, there are other ways of coping and healthy ways that serve you, that serve your highest you, okay? Because coping in all those other ways, I don't know. I feel like they're serving, I don't even want to say a lower you, but I don't know if they're completely serving the highest you. I, I don't know. But that's my share for today. I don't really think as a, as a society we know how to cope. Um, and I just, you know, I want us to evolve and just get better. It's not about being perfect. Um, it's just about making progress and just being better and, and leading by example. Because once you start changing, you inspire others to change without 
trying to preach. You just doing and being is enough to inspire others. So let's be the change. Love you all. If this resonated, please share. And um, I hope that your next stressful moment, because it's going to (laughs) come. I hope you choose to pause and then go from there. And, um, you know, having a partnership with faith isn't going to hurt either. All right. Love you all. Take care. And I will see you next time.